baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the program. Uh, We got one texter that says, Charlie, the best scenario is if the House votes to non-concur to Amendment 36, then the bill gets special attention, whereby three House and three Senate members go to conference to hash it out. Once that's done, no more floor debates, and it'll go to Governor uh, Governor McMaster, vote non-concur. Thank you, Carol. Uh, You're exactly right, Carol. Um, And if you are on the stream right now, I have... The way to get in touch with your South Carolina representative, that is text SCREP to 71307. Again, it'll send you a link, hit on that link, put in your address after the link pops up, and it will um, do all that stuff. Isn't, isn't technology amazing, Will? Isn't it amazing? Just looking here at all of these, all of these people that are like SCREP, 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 and it's just, it's it's fantastic. Um but there's certain ways that technology works. There is. No, it's it's one of those things. It's uh, like I grew up on the internet. You know, I yeah. mean, I remember getting the first AOL CD at my house. You know, having the Netscape <laughs> all, browser, which all is excited now excited about it. Yeah, yeah, which is now defunct. Yeah. and uh, yeah, you know, as much as technology breeds some problems, there's a lot of problems that it solves. Yes. But sometimes there is a problem with technology. Oh, yeah, no. I because as much see, as I love it, I won't deny you that. Some people try to fool you. It's called phishing, right? It's a yeah. phishing. We get phishing attacks all the time. They'll send you an email and you go, I, 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 I get one all the time. Say, hey, hey, this guy just went to jail. I think you know him. Have you, have you gotten yeah, those? Okay, yeah. So that's the, oh. the the Facebook. The uh, who is that? Take a look at this photo. Yeah, I don't. I never. This photo. Ever. I can't believe that's you. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, is is so because we have how how often do we have to undergo training for it here? All the time uh, at Odyssey. All, all the time. Well, it's one of those things that it's it's so funny because you would expect, and maybe I'm just you know, I've been in IT, done that whole thing. You almost expect people to, you know, just don't open an email if you, you know, just if it seems fishy, but that's what they'll do is they'll steal somebody else's identity or email. So like a lot of the ones, you know, we get a lot of the uh, meta business suites. Have you seen these where it's like your account's going to be shut down? That's all a scam. And it's so, and, and people have gotten so used to it and all the training that we did that, that corporate actually sent out. A legitimate email the and other day. And everybody was like, nobody, nobody opened it up. <laughs> <laughs> they, were like, oh, they were like, guys, no, this is a real thing. This is I, this is part of your your benefits that you have. You need to open this thing up. I was like, I ain't touching that right. thing, man. You're not fooling me. And you know, and there's ways to me. investigate yeah, that, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, so I, I thought I just when I got that email from our engineer, I just chuckled. I was like, man, that training is working. It's good. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but when you send an email. When you send an email, you hit send, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, like if you go to Gmail, you type out your email, and then down on the bottom left-hand corner, 
there's a little button that says send. And once you hit that, it goes away, right? Yep. Okay. When the person receives that email, that little send button is not there, is it? No, because the email has been sent. Yes. Nikki Haley put up a an email. Listen to this. This is two. It says it says new message to Nikki Haley. Please do not give up your fight. In a world that becomes crazy with strife, we need a level-headed conservative leader to navigate us through the insanity. No one is more capable than you are to right the ship and heal this great nation. We need you, Nikki. This country needs you. Our allies and the beautiful people of this world need you. I don't want to see you give up, and I guarantee there are millions out there who feel exactly the way that I do, signed Michael B., under his name is the send button. She faked an email and posted it online. No. Yes. No. And people are like, wait a minute, time out, Nikki. Time you, out, Nikki. You know what I was That's thinking? That's not the way it looks. Well, I was like, so this sounds like something you're saying. She sent it out, but it's from somebody else. And you, the first thing I was thinking was, do you remember chain mail? Yeah, oh, not yeah, like the cool yeah. medieval right, kind, yeah. but like the really annoying technology yeah. kind. Yeah, keep this going, or you'll yeah, die was, in twenty four hours. I was like, wait, is this about to be like a chain? Like, send this to ten <laughs> other people. <laughs> but there you go. I mean, she she literally posted that online as uh, uh, tried to pass it off as an actual email. Oh my gosh, no, that is desperation, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. She knows she is going to get absolutely smacked here in South Carolina. That's coming up. Apparently, we saw some new, uh, let me just take a look at some of the uh, uh, recent poll numbers here because this thing's coming up on the 24th. <laughs> you know, you know, one thing Nikki Haley does not want to look forward to is the 24th of February. She just doesn't. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Trying to look down here at some of these. Uh, oh, my goodness. Let's go to South Carolina Republican primary. Uh, Trump leading by 27 now. Some people say it's even more. So interesting numbers there. Let's go to the phones here in just a second. We're going to be talking with State Senator Josh Kimbrell about this so-called constitutional carry bill that got sent back to the House. Let's kind of get his uh, his take on this thing here. So, again, if you want to know who your, your representative is, give them a call. Uh, text SC Rep. To seventy one three zero seven, State Senator Josh Kimbrell joining us right now. Josh, uh, this bill, lots of problems with this thing. What went on with that? Well, Charlie, it's been uh, it's hard to get anything to the Senate right now because we have a lot of Republican on Republican violence. Uh, yeah, there's, there's too, right. There's too much party infighting. And look, here's what I've tried. To, the case I've made, I, I don't like Amendment thirty six. None of us did, but that was the Faustian bargain to get a bill out at all. And my argument has been, and what I've told everybody, is we spent hours, I mean, literally, we were locked in a room, Republicans, kind of arguing what it was going to take to get people to vote cloture. We had a lot of people who wanted just to let the bill um, totally die. They didn't want the bill at all. They wanted to basically just leave, with, stay with where we are with open carry with the permit, yeah. which I think is nothing. It doesn't advance the ball at all. So. Right. Amendment 36 and, and provides those enhanced penalties if you do commit a gun crime without having a permit. In other words, 
some of my colleagues said, well, this is the way we can provide a carrot and a stick approach. And, and here's the deal for most of us, including Senator Martin and I, who are two of the primary sponsors on constitutional carry and have fought for it for four years, is let's at least get a bill out that has that gets rid of the permits. Because if we can get that out, we go to conference committee. And in conference committee, there's an opportunity to fix some of this. And that, that's, that's the whole point. This is what I tried to explain to people, but you don't want to like overly signal to everybody in the chamber what you're trying to do. If we can just get a bill to conference committee, we might have a chance to roll some of that back. But we needed to get a bill out because if you don't, you can't go to a House and Senate conference committee to do anything. And that's where we are. I mean, we do have a bill that passed the Senate that gets rid of the permits. That's the first time in South Carolina history that has ever happened. So while I agree there are problems with it, at least the Senate passed a version of constitutional carry, which I wasn't even really sure as late as Wednesday night would happen. Yeah. So uh, so that's going back to the House. If they do not concur, coming up in a couple of days is going to go back to the Senate. How's that going to look? Is that going to be, uh, you think it'll die there? No, no. What I'm saying is what will happen now is if the House doesn't concur, it goes to conference committee. Right. It won't go back to the Senate. It'll go to a conference oh, okay. committee. What we will do, that's, that's, right. what I was, that's what I was telling everybody. This is the, this is the positive. Yes, it's not, a, it's not great. I mean, it is better than having no constitutional carry. Let's, let's just be clear about that. Yeah. While I don't like Amendment 36, and while I don't like uh, we were forced to accept that amendment, I mean, look, we all, everybody voted for it to get the bill to, to go to cloture. But, but I don't like it. I didn't right. co-sponsor it, and I didn't write it. But the point is, at least by getting that added, we could get a bill passed. Now that the bill's out of the Senate, it goes back to the House. I don't think they should concur. In fact, let me tell you, here's a senator who's telling the House, if you're listening, I don't want you to concur because I want you to send it to conference committee. Because if it goes to conference committee, we can get some conferees that we could potentially roll some of that back. And that was the goal, is to try to go to conference committee, get a chance to roll some of that back, and then the Senate would have to vote on the the bill as amended. Uh, And I think that you could still get it passed at that point. There could be some compromise made during the conference committee. And frankly, I've made the argument, and I've told uh, our friends in the the gun rights lobby this, this exact point, I don't believe you can give two different sets of penalties. So Amendment 36 has two sets of penalties. Right. In other words, you're penalized more if you have less training. Well, I personally believe, now I'm not a criminal defense attorney, but I do, I do have a master's in law, so I'm not totally ignorant to this. The 14th Amendment says that you can't have a, it's equal protection clause. So now yeah. you're basically saying here's two different types of penalties. I think there's an argument you can make there that this might be unconstitutional. What Senator Martin and I did on Tuesday or earlier Wednesday, rather, is put in an amendment that got adopted by the Senate called a severability clause. What the severability clause does, it says even if a court finds one part of the bill unconstitutional, the rest of the bill can be upheld. So I've told told some of these folks, look, even if the conference committee doesn't fix the problem, you know, you can litigate this, and I think there's a really decent chance that that amendment could be found unconstitutional, and the rest of the bill, w- bill would still be upheld, and then you've got a better version of constitutional carry. The goal was just to get something out of the Senate so we don't have a goose egg and nothing. And unfortunately, some people are mad, saying, well, nothing's better than this. Respectfully, I disagree with that. I mean, it's yeah. not as good as the original bill, but it's better than nothing. And I think advancing the ball down the field toward permitless carry is what we were trying to do, and we did do that. So would you say this is working out exactly as you planned? It's working out reasonably how I've planned. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens later. I mean, look, you can't predict every variable. Right. I mean, I, I, I didn't expect Amendment 36, okay? I did not expect that. That was a shocker that I was surprised by. 
what I have learned in my time in the Senate is when you get thrown a curveball like that, you find every angle you can to still get as close to your original goal as you can get. And that's what, that's what we, those of us that are pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitutional carry did. I mean, what I'd rather have been able to get a straight-up vote without having that amendment. Yeah. But, I mean, I know I, could, I can count. And I've heard people right. say, well, they had the votes without the amendment. I can, I can promise you we did not. Um, we had five people in the Republican caucus who said they would not vote for final passage or cloture if we had a filibuster without Amendment 36. Well, that means you got 25 votes. If you have five people who say they're not going to vote for it in the Republican caucus and every Democrat's voting against you, that means you don't, you're one or two votes short of cloture. It would have been dead. That was it. We could have just gone home. There would have been nothing. Right. So, uh, so once we learned that, and we learned that this amendment was floating around out there with Senator Massey and others were art were creating it, that was the, then. Then I started thinking, okay, how do we find a way to still get something? And the goal then was, all right, let's adopt it, get the get the bill passed, and go to conference committee and see if we can get a conference committee to amend that amendment, if you will, amend the bill further. Yeah. Go back toward the original. And then if not, I still think there's an argument that can be made that you could separate that part out later in a court case. Absolutely right. Well, uh, again, from your mouth to everybody and the, uh, the, the, the uh, all of our state representatives, vote no on concurring with this bill and let conference committee hash this thing out. State Senator Josh Kimbrell, always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Thanks for calling in this afternoon. Good to be with you, sir. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, it's been three years. I'm sorry, 10 years, ladies and gentlemen, 10 years since. And it was a tragic story, by the way. Bill de Blasio in New York City dropped Staten Island Chuck. It's not it's not funny. Staten Island Chuck was the groundhog in New York. And as uh, de Blasio was holding him up, well, tragedy struck. Oh, 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 
unfortunately, um, <laughs> Staten Island Chuck did not survive that issue with de Blasio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did happen. He died. He died. So there you go. All those cool kids out there. It was awful. It was awful. Well, today is Groundhog's Day, but you don't need, and, and Punxsutawney Phil did not see a shadow, and that predicts an early spring, but don't pay too much stock in that. I mean, groundhogs are traditionally not good weather forecasters. Um, Punxsutawney Phil is only right 39% of the time, so you'd actually be better off flipping a coin. 4% of people believe that Phil is always 100% right, and the Groundhog Club claims that he is never wrong. It always says it's their fault for misinterpreting his language, Groundhog Ease. Last year was the third straight year Phil spotted his shadow, signaling six more weeks of winter. That's the usual prediction. Coming into today, he had seen his shadow 107 times, plus one partial shadow in 1942. He only had no shadow 19 times that we know of, and there are 10 years that there's no record. So, do you know this? This is this is not even true. This is not even, I'm not even making this up. It used to be that they would eat the groundhog after he made the prediction. The, yeah, the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club would actually serve up the groundhog after his prediction, but, uh, but they... Uh, they stopped doing that uh, shortly after. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Let's go to the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. Randy wants to talk about constitutional carry. Randy, what's on your mind this afternoon? How you doing, Charlie? Really good. Really hey, uh, good. What's up? In the, in the words of um, the old radio adage, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, I appreciate um, it. Don't be a stranger. And, and it followed you um, when I can. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. What's I'm, up? I'm a low country guy, born yeah. and raised in the uh, <laughs> tobacco farm mm-hmm. way back in the day when that meant something. Right. Um, live up in the upstate now. Um, my Here's my issue with these Republicans. Just like Kimball, who I really like. Yeah. Why won't they call out? He specifically said they had five people that would not support. No one will call out those five people. We all know the one that made the amendment, yeah, right. But they won't call out the others. So the good guys will not even call out the bad guys because those five people—that's who we all know to be need to be calling, regardless of where they're from. I live in North yeah. South Carolina now, in the middle of nowhere. If I need to be calling somebody in Beaufort, Horry County, that's who I need to call. They will not call these people out. And we don't know who's voting what in this state. And that's a hard thing. And we don't know who's, uh, and, and I got it. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, I'm not going to blame Josh for that. I, I mean, we know, we know that we know who these people are. I mean, we know we, Katrina Sheely, Sandy Sin, Henry Gustafson, all of those people, Chip Campson, all of those people, those are the ones that, that really do not want constitutional i mean even sandy sin in her own newsletter that she put out that i received a a few days ago she was like oh this is what's wrong with it and and you know i i'm not gonna blame josh who's actually trying to get something done but i i I understand the fight 
really frustrating that I get you. The caucus members that I support and who call these people out, call them out on Twitter, call them out by name. Let that's going to get more people in this state. Who my problem with South Carolina and God knows I've been military for ten years. I, so I've been I've lived all over the world. Um, I hadn't been able to be home. Yeah, um, for many. years. Right. And, and now I'm home and, and I'm almost ashamed to be be home sometimes. It's because get these you. people do not represent what this state as a people stand for. I understand. Not even. And it's hard. And it is hard. But but listen, so I, I mean, in unfortunately, they call it politics for a reason. Um, right. uh, so he comes on the radio and calls these people out. Now he's got a bill that he needs support on. Well, he can he can't count on these people at all. You see, exactly. you but see how messed up it is. It is. You're right. It's a huge problem. But there is the problem. Yeah. Nobody can stand up for what they believe because you have to play games. Right. It seems like in this state we play more than some other states. Uh, I agree. I agree. And it's a shame, but I'll get, you know, but it does go on in every state. Randy, I appreciate it, pal. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And th- don't be a stranger to the program. I love hearing from uh, you folks here. But again, like I said, they call it politics for a reason. And it is a, what is the, the old adage? You don't want to know how sausages and laws are made. That's exactly what's going on. There's a lot of wrangling. And listen, I don't like it as much as you do. I hate the fact that it has to happen. But it's just one of those facts of life. And if you don't like it, then I got a great idea. Run for office. And if you don't want to run for office, find somebody else who does. Somebody Find somebody who will run against some of these people. In fact, I don't care if you run against all of them. That doesn't matter to me. We need more people involved. It's like HOAs. I, I am a, I'm a board member of my neighborhood HOA. I'm a board member. Okay. I don't, I don't want to be getting all you text messages. We're a very friendly HOA. We try to save people money as much as we possibly can. I don't want any nasty text messages about being that. We have tried for almost the past year and a half to get another board member on our HOA. Nobody wants to do it. Everybody wants to sit there and, and, and complain on Facebook about this isn't being done or that's not being done or whatever. And then we go, okay, here's what we need to do. We need somebody else. We, we need somebody else to, to, to jump in and, and, and kind of lighten the load a little bit. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to step in and help. Why, why, why isn't this fixed? Oh, we got a tree fell. In. Okay, we know. We know. It's like it's like when I and the last meeting we, we had I, I stood up and I said, folks, money solves everything. If we had enough money, we wouldn't have any problems in this neighborhood whatsoever. But what we're trying to do is save you money. And that is that's where the hard part comes in. But that's enough about that. But that's the thing. No everybody wants to say, why aren't they doing something? Why aren't those people doing doing something when what you really need to do is look in the mirror and go why aren't i doing something what can i do to make this process better and like i said two things number one you can either run for office if you're not so inclined find somebody that you support and 
dig into their campaign. Help them as much as you can. Let let all your neighbors know. Let your friends know. Let everybody in your district know. Write them a check. Help them out. Yes, things are rotten in Denmark. We get it. We understand that. That's why we need good, good, solid people to get out there and vote. I knew I was going to get an HOA <laughs> an HOA text. I knew it. I knew it. Charlie, I didn't even know, even though you lived in a neighborhood. I live in large development, and I got involved in the HOA because I saw some glaring areas that needed help. What I'm finding is all people do is take to social media and whine. Isn't that the truth, 137? Absolutely. They don't want to actually get out and get involved, but there you go. That's where you are. That's, it's, this is our state. This is our state. It's our county. These are our neighborhoods. We should be the bosses. So why aren't we stepping up to be in the positions that actually can do something around this place? I would love to see that. All right. Oh, my goodness. Um, HOAs. You know, you know what I did, Will, one time? One time. Worst job. Worst job I ever had. Oh, what was it? Worst job. So I was, um, I got out of radio. Gosh, I think it was about uh, 10, 11 years ago. I said, I'm done. I'm done with radio. I'm going to get a, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm going to get a nine to five job. I'm just going to be a regular person. I'm just going to go do my own thing. And I'm just going to clock in. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to clock out. I'm going to go home. That's like the opposite of most people's career change. Like, I I want to get out of the nine to five and go work in radio. I was like, no, I'm getting out of radio. I'm going into nine to five. I'm nine to five in this thing, baby. I'm going to do it. So I a friend of mine that owned a, are you ready for this? HOA management company. Oh. And he said, hey, why don't you come work for me? And I was like, yes. It'll be fun. He's like, <laughs> I was like, is it nine to five? He said, yeah. I said, yes, I'm in. Nine to five. You got it. I'm going to nine to five. I'm going to manage HOAs. That's what I'm going to do. Worst job in the world. I can imagine. Oh, my word. So when, when I say that you call your state representative and, and you make them nervous when the phone rings, I know this from experience. Because I managed HOAs. I bet you couldn't answer a phone in your personal life oh. for about a couple years after that, oh. right? Every time the phone rang, I was like, oh, PTSD, what is it now? nightmares. What is it now? <laughs> what is this one going to be like? It got so bad that I started, this is no joke, no joke, people. I started having heart problems from the stress. It'll do it. 2.30 Sunday afternoon. My chest started getting tight because I knew how to, I had to go back to work the next day. It was horrible. It was horrible. So one day this lady called. Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> I'll never forget this phone call in, in, in all my years. I'll never forget it. Charlie, my neighbor has a pig tied to a trampoline in their backyard. And I want to know what you're going to do about it. <laughs> Something at that moment clicked and it just, I just, it's like, I just booted down just, and I was just like, I was like, yes, ma'am. I'll, 
I'll do whatever I can. And I looked it up. Not only could you not have a pig, you could not have a trampoline in that uh, neighborhood. But that was the that was the phone call that said, "All right, you, I got to look for a radio job now because I, I can't do this stuff anymore." This is it too wild. Awful. What a horrible decision! Uh, you know what it makes me think? It's almost like being a parent to X amount of neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. It was. It really was. It was absolutely horrible. So glad I got out of that. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. There have been over 160 attacks on American interest over in the Middle East. Fifty-five of those happened while Secretary Austin was AWOL. Can you believe that? This guy went AWOL. If, 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 if a, a, a buck private had done what, what Secretary Austin did, he would have been thrown in the brig and charged with being AWOL. This guy left his post. He didn't tell anybody, told nobody, and he takes full responsibility. Well, he's not because he's still the Secretary uh, but he needs to be booted 100%. So um, U.S. forces are bombing Iran proxy groups right now over in uh, Iraq and in Syria. Um, also, looks like Yemen as well. So 12 strikes since January the, uh, 11th. Looks like we've got one, two, three, four places. Let's say two, 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 three, five, six, seven, eight, nine places in Iran and um, two in Syria that we have been bombing. So I just want to say this. If you folks out there have military friends or family over in the Middle East, I just pray for a hedge of protection to be put around you, uh, your, your, your families, your loved ones over there, and in fact, all of our military personnel, because this thing has a very good chance of getting worse before it gets better. Now, here's the deal. These are the same people that Obama sent, what, $400 million to in the middle of the night. This is the same people that um, they, they, they wanted to get into this nuclear agreement with. You know, oh, we'll give them, you know, they can have a yellow, uh, you know, what is it, yellow cake plutonium. Oh, yeah, they can have that uh, because they promised they're only going to be using it for, you know, energy purposes. Wink, wink. And then Iran says, all right, well, we're not going to allow any of the nuclear regulatory uh, inspectors over here. Well, they should have shut the whole thing down now. And then the Biden administration, they come along and they give them, what, $14 billion all totaled? Oh, no, that was humanitarian aid. Well, like we said and we've been saying, money is fungible. So they just took the money that was in the, the humanitarian aid account and they used that for arms and ammunition and then they put the money that the Biden administration gave them back into that account. It's just the same darn thing. And then what happens? Then what happens? October the 7th happened. When those folks with, with Hamas committed horrible terrorist acts in Israel. And now they're attacking us for attacking Hamas. If we're going to do this, 
Why don't we just go in? And this is the thing. It's every single time we just play patty cake. Why are we continually playing patty cake in the Middle East? Now, let me tell you something. This is a great example of exactly what Donald Trump had done when he was in office. We were absolutely, we were energy independent. We didn't have to worry about any of these skirmishes over in the Middle East. Now, I agree that what happened in Israel was a little more than that, but we had strength. We had strength and we we showed it. And that's what make America great again is about. That's what the make that's what the America first movement is about. We take care of us first. And when we've got our act together, then we can go out and we can take care of anybody, any of our allies out there. But what's about to go on over in the Middle East, I hope it does not escalate. I might be hoping against hope. But we are living. So right now we got Russia, Ukraine. We've got um, uh, Hamas and Israel, that, all that mess going on in Gaza. And now we've got another war in the Middle East. And I hope this is not going to be one of those wars. And no, I don't know if Congress authorized these strikes. I have no idea. But I certainly hope that we have not just gotten into another never-ending war. Because I am so tired, so tired of seeing American flag-draped coffins. I hate that. It breaks my heart. And I know it does yours, too. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 